Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Should we talk like this the whole time? I am Spencer. I am reading the dictionary to you. Oh, this is such a fun, fun thing to do. But somebody has to do it. Okay, I may not talk like that the whole time. The first word in this episode is, I think it's pronounced disky. It's a prefix, D-I-S-C-I, and it just says, see the prefix, D-I-S-C, which we had a couple episodes ago, maybe three, and uh, yeah, the prefix disc was also disky or disco, and it means either disc or phonograph record. So we are going to have a handful of disky words um, in this episode, Not, not a lot, actually. And um, and uh, we'll see if any of those are related to discs. Okay, that was a very short first word, other than yesterday, which had a very long first word, and a long second word, and a long third word. Um, so we need to do a sound effect. Should we do? Should we do? What should we do? We'll do. Ooh. The next word is disaform. So it's not disky. It's just disa or disy, depending on the context. Disiform, adjective from 1830, round or oval in shape. And so, yes, this is probably the, the disc. It means disc, essentially. A round or oval is probably a disc. Ooh. The next word is disciple. Now, I don't think this one is related to discs at all. But, you know, we've been surprised before. Let's find out. Noun from before the 12th century. One. One who accepts and assists in spreading the doctrines of another. Just anybody. Doesn't have to be a, a Jesus-y person or whoever. But if, you, if somebody is saying something and uh, some people are spreading that information, uh, then they would be disciples. Maybe I'm a disciple of the dictionary. And you can too. 1A. Uh, so it was, uh, number one was one who accept and assist in spreading the doctrines of another as 1A. One of the twelve in the inner circle of Christ's followers according to the gospel accounts. Christ had twelve disciples according to this thing. 1B is a convinced adherent of a school or individual. So the school, the thought of teaching the, the individual has convinced people to, to follow them, to follow their teachings. 2 is capitalized. A member of the Disciples of Christ founded in the U.S. in 1809 that holds the Bible alone to be the rule of faith and practice, usually baptized, uh, baptizes by immersion, and has a congregational polity. Okay, so I guess this is an organization from 1809 called the Disciples of Christ, and the people who are members are called disciple or disciples, and I don't know if they still exist. I personally cannot endorse this whatsoever because... It says that the Bible alone is the rule of faith and practice, 
and I just have so many issues with that. I, where do I even begin? Uh, the synonym for everything is the word follower. Come, follow me. Let's not follow the Bible and let's follow other things like science and smartness and common sense. Okay, discipleship is a noun. Put all the disciples on a ship and send it out into sea. Okay, the etymology, um, this is from the Latin discipulus, discipulus, which says that that is a follower of Jesus Christ in his lifetime, but it doesn't break down the word anymore. Like, how does that one word mean that whole thing? It does also say that it's from Latin. I don't know if it's also discipulus or if it's a different word, but it means pupil. Maybe that word means pupil. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it's pupil of Jesus Christ. Maybe that's where the D-I-S-C-I comes in. Anyway, it's a pupil. It's a studier. It's a student. It's the one who is learning the stuff from something else. Okay. I think that's enough for disciple. Let's move on to... Disciplinable. Or disciplinable. You can emphasize the third syllable or the first syllable. Disciplinable. Adjective from the 15th century. One. Synonyms are docile and teachable. Hmm. Docile and teachable do not seem like the same thing. I can be teachable. That doesn't mean I'm going to be docile or calm. I mean, it helps if you're docile to sit and learn and listen, but they don't, they can be separate. Number two, subject to or deserving discipline. Huh. <laughs> so that's what we're, as in a disciplinable offense, offense, a disciplinable offense. Um, okay, so if you are disciplined, now, I would think that if you are disciplinable, that you are not docile necessarily, because maybe you are doing a lot of things and you need to be disciplined, and so I, that feels like the opposite of docile, but if teachable, that one, that one makes more sense, because if you can be disciplined, then you are able to learn and change and be teachable. Okay, it's kind of an interesting word there with interesting uses. The next word is disciplinarian. Noun from 1639. One who disciplines or enforces order. There's always, there's there's usually one, maybe one parent or somebody, an adult in somebody's life, who tends to be the disciplinarian. Uh, Because, you know, that's just sort of how it usually ends up. Uh, Stereotypically, it's the man, but I feel like we're seeing a change. Um, Yeah, there's a a lot of, you know, there's there's gender questions, and I I don't want to get too far into that. Um, you know, different opinions. Anyway, but, you know, very, very stereotypically, uh, yeah, I think to, like, my parents 
generation and stuff. It was all usually the 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 dad that who was the adult disciplinarian, disciplining and being the disciplinarian. Um, but you know, I think it's good. I think it's good to get uh, have both. Well, depends on how many parents you got. You got one, two, three, four, whoever doesn't matter. But I think it's good if everybody is a little bit of a disciplinarian. Maybe one person likes to discipline with these topics, but then another person likes to dis- discipline with other things. So, you know, but you know, and then if you get too far, if you're too much of a disciplinarian, that can be a little tough. That can be maybe too far. You got to find some balance. Disciplinarian is also an adjective. Who? disciplinary disciplinary and the british will say disciplinary this is an adjective from 1598 1a of or relating to discipline as in disciplinary problems these are problems that must be disciplined 1b designed to correct or punish breaches of discipline as in took disciplinary action oh we there's a we got to do some disciplining disciplining is that a word disciplining i don't even know if that's a word let's see is it in here uh yeah yeah we're gonna come up to that in a bit we got to do some disciplining because we must do we like to punish number two of or relating to a particular field of study as in disciplinary specialization so this one is different from what we have been mostly talking about which is you know disciplining teaching somebody maybe being a little bit forceful uh but this is you know you are being very disciplined in your in your studies and uh yeah we're gonna get more information for discipline and the all the different ways that it can be used in just a few seconds so disciplinarily is an adverb and disciplinarity discipline or maybe it's disciplinarity that is a noun the next word is the first form of discipline noun from the 13th century would have been good to read these before we got into all these other discipline words So, number one, the synonym is punishment. Do we need to discipline you? Did you do something bad? We need to punish you. Um, You know, when we were kids, spankings would be pretty common. Uh, You know, even people my age and a lot of people older, there was, the the discipline was a lot more harsh. Um, Maybe there were belts involved or other things, and uh, people who went to Catholic school, they would have a whole range of ways to be disciplined, and I'm very lucky that I didn't have any of those. Number two is obsolete. The synonym is instruction. So just uh, instructing somebody to do a thing, that's a discipline. Three, a field of study. What is your discipline? What are you disciplined in studying? What are you, what, what's your instruction? Number four, training that corrects, molds, or perf- perfects the mental faculties or moral character. 
I mean, this is just kind of what it all comes down to. Uh, you know, if uh, oh, so, so we look at punishment. That's one way to discipline somebody. If they did something wrong, you discipline them with some sort of punishment. Let's just say a spanking on the booty. Um, and the, the idea is that they won't do it anymore. Hopefully, we'll see. But then there's just the more overarching idea of training somebody. So I think of I think of a parent maybe stereotypically from a movie, a parent who's in the military, and so they want to discipline their kid uh, or say, your kid needs some discipline. Okay, what's that discipline? It's just the idea of, of teaching them, molding them to be uh, a certain, have a certain type of moral character, character or mental faculties, you know, uh, making their bed a certain way, cleaning the house. Uh, just all of that is, is part of discipline. 5A, control gained by forcing obedience or order. Control by enforcing obedience or order. So I guess if you are forcing somebody to be obedient, uh, then you have gained control and you have discipline over them. Uh, 5B, orderly or prescribed conduct or pattern of behavior. 5C, the synonym is self-control. Hoo-hoo, that's hard. That's hard to be disciplined when there is some tasty, unhealthy food around. That's That's a difficult discipline to teach yourself. I'm working on it. Number six, a rule or system of rules governing conduct or activity. Disciplinal or disciplinal? I think it's disciplinal. That is an adjective. Let's see. Uh, So this is from the Latin disciplina, which means teaching or learning. And again, it is from discipulus. I think that's the word. Discipulus or discipulus, which means pupil. So yes, it's just, it's all about being a pupil and learning from something else and then also teaching. It can go both ways. Next word, ooh, it is the second form of discipline, which is a transitive verb from the 14th century, one, to punish or penalize for the sake of discipline. If if you're doing, yeah, here's where we see disciplining, you got to do some disciplining to discipline the people. Two, to train or develop by instruction and exercise, especially in self-control. Oh, I am training myself not to eat the unhealthy food. I am developing by instruction and exercise to exercise more. Trying to discipline my brain and my body. 3A, to bring under control. And the example of what? you are bringing under control is a group, as in discipline troops. 3b, to impose order upon, as in serious writers discipline and refine their writing styles. So, uh, let's see, to impose order upon, hmm, I would think of this as being uh, you know, you, you are very disciplined in writing often and working on your style and figuring out what your voice is. 
and uh, and you were, I guess you were imposing some sort of order upon yourself to write a lot. A synonym for all are the words punish and teach. Punish and teach. Yes, those are similar, but also I feel like can't you teach without punishing? And are you necessarily teaching when you punish? I mean, depending on the context, yes, these are both good synonyms, but it's hard for them to go hand in hand in my mind. Hopefully, if you are punishing somebody or teaching, but I think that you can also teach and not have to punish. Discipliner is a noun. Ooh. All right, my my nose is rather stuffed, so uh, I may get through the rest of this a little on the quicker side. The next word is disciplined, adjective from the 14th century, marked by or possessing discipline, as in a disciplined mind. I am very disciplined in doing this podcast. It feels like, I don't know, is it worth it? I hope you think it is. I'm going to keep on going. Let's see what happens. Ooh! Next is disc jockey. Two words. You can spell disc with a C or a K. Noun from 1941 because they're the disc jockey because they're playing the discs. It is an announcer of a radio show of popular recorded music. Also, one who plays recorded music for dancing at a nightclub or party. So, I have a little bit of an issue with the first part of this, which is, it's not necessarily popular recorded music. Um, it, it might not be popular at all. Maybe nobody's ever heard of it before. Uh, but yes, an announcer, and also it might not be on a radio show. It might be some sort of other thing. Uh, usually it's a radio show. I guess if you're playing music on a podcast, you're not a disc jockey. Anyway... You're talking about the music and you're playing the music. And then if you're playing it live for people who will probably be dancing to it, you are a disc jockey, also a DJ. Ooh! Next is disclaim. Verb from the 15th century starting with intransitive. One, to make a disclaimer. 2A is obsolete. To disavow all part or share. To be, to utter denial, like you are uttering it out loud, maybe. Here's transitive number one, to renounce a legal claim to. Two synonyms are deny and disavow, as in disclaimed any knowledge of the contents of the letter. Uh, they deny, they don't, they don't have any knowledge. They claim that they don't know nothing about what's in the letter. Ooh! Next is disclaimer. Noun from the 15th century, 1A. A denial or disavowal of legal claim. Also, relinquishment of or formal refusal to accept an interest or estate. 1B. A writing that embodies a legal disclaimer. 2A. Synonyms are denial and disavowal, similar to what we saw before. And 2B. The synonym is repudiation.
Uh, let's see. Legal disclaimer. I don't know. Disclaimer. What do, what do we got to say about disclaimers? Uh, I don't know. Probably nothing. Let's move on. Ooh. Disclamation. Noun from 1592. The synonyms are renunciation and disavowal. Next. Ooh. Oh. Disclimax. Noun from 1935. A relatively stable ecological community, often including kinds of organisms foreign to the region and displacing the climax because of disturbance, especially by humans. Hmm. I don't fully understand this. Uh, a relatively stable ecological community that has a bunch of different kinds of organisms that are not part of the region. They're foreign to the region and displacing the climax. So I think I'm confused about the definition of climax in this context. Uh, so maybe we should just do a quick little look back at the word climax I mean, you know, I automatically think of climax as being like the culmination of a thing, of a story. Um, but, you know, there must be something else that I just don't remember. Let's see. Well, there's a couple forms. Yeah, culmination. Uh, let's see, the point of highest dramatic tension. Uh, relative, oh, here. A relatively stable ecological stage or community especially of plants that is achieved through successful adaptation to an environment, especially the final stage in ecological succession. All right, well, maybe we need to put a link in the show notes because uh, I just think it's this is an interesting idea. I feel like I should know a little bit more about this. Ooh, the last word is the first form of disclose, D-I-S, C-L-O-S-E. This one is... It's a transitive verb from the 14th century. Number one is obsolete. To open up. (laughs) Yes, that makes sense. Um, Disclose. It's the opposite of close. So it's open. You're opening a thing up. You're disclosing. Hey, go disclose the refrigerator door. I want to get some food out of there. To A, to expose to view. It was closed, and you have opened it up to view. To B is archaic. The synonym is hatch. H-A-T-C-H. And to C, to make known or public, as in, demands that politicians disclose the sources of their income. Ooh, I like that idea. I, I want lots of things, political things to be disclosed, legal things. We need to see what is going on. I never really thought about the um, the etymology of this word. I mean, before I even read it, it's pretty obvious it's the opposite of closed. It's open. You're opening up, opening it up. If it was closed to public view, you now it is not. It has been disclosed. It has been opened. So what does the etymology actually say? It is from Anglo-French, desclore, which means to open, unlock, or reveal. It is from the Latin dis plus claudere, 
which means to close. And there's more of the word close. So yes, dis added to close, which was pretty obvious. All right, let's reread these words uh, so then I can go blow my nose and maybe take more allergy medication. I don't know. We had dissy, disiform, disciple, disciplinable, disciplinarian, disciplinary, discipline, discipline, disciplined, disc jockey, disclaim, disclaimer, disclamation, disclimax, and disclose. I think I'm just going to pick disc jockey as the word of the episode because that's the one that I like the best. I think it would be kind of fun to be a disc jockey. I never did it. But uh, yeah, you know, just just playing the music for the people that you like. That would be fun. I'm a disc jockey. I'm playing the music. I'm singing a song. I'm disc jockey and I'm jockeying the disc from one thing to another disc jockey. Okay, that was fine. That was perfectly fine. Let's end this right now. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.